Okay, we're we're recording. <laughs> All right, what? take two. Hey, hey. <laughs> Welcome to Activate Podcast, the weekly podcast to encourage you to level up and get unstuck with your hosts, KB and Steph. KB, an expert boy mom, handling cross-country blended family challenges, all while changing lives as a Christ-centered life coach. Steph, a former extreme party girl turned holistic boss, empowering women in their health. Come along as these two Midwest mamas untangle everyday messes and reflect on the trials of being a boss, wife, and mom. Go after your God-intended purpose and activate your life. Oh, geez. We started with an email. <laughs> um, and we're here. We're here. Happy, happy Labor Day. Oh, happy Labor Day. That's right. <clears throat> Celebrating the American worker. And that's me now, right? That is you. Oh, my goodness. Do I count? I'm so down proud of you. <laughs> yeah, you count. Oh. You are making a statement. Well, girl, you too. You had a huge rank up. That was so exciting and fun. I know. Like how exciting. <laughs> so last night was end of month and all our girls were working hard. We were going to get together and then we decided not to because everybody was working so hard to get those last minute orders in. Um, yeah. Yeah. So now today is the first and we're going to get together tonight to set our new goals for the next month. And it's all very exciting. Yeah, I hit both of my big goals. And I'm still hoping that we find out I surpassed that big goal. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. Still a chance. It was so funny because (laughs) I said, anybody else, like, stalking? And you were like, oh, my, how the tables have Mm, turned. Okay. I'm like, like, don't worry about your numbers, guys. I don't don't check my back office. I don't look. (laughs) <laughs> I'm literally like refresh, get up, refresh, get up. What, what happened? What happened? But it's so exciting, and and it's so exciting that like obviously we're doing great, but it's so exciting to see these girls doing great, getting out. I mean, really, just getting out of their comfort zone, like sharing unapologetically, and it is this is my favorite part. Yeah, it's it's truly is the best thing, and I think that that is. Um, kind of a segue into what we were going to talk about a little bit today and that's just (laughs) confidence and this morning Asher we were on the way to school and he's been doing so well this is his fifth drop-off sixth sixth drop-off and he has done well Um, and this morning you know I could tell he was looking a little sad in the back seat and he's like mommy mommy I need some confidence and I'm like all right buddy and so then we just have to like start talking about things right and he's like He's like, give me confidence or tell me something funny. I'm like, oh, I'm always so funny unless you put me on the spot. And I can't think of a single funny thing. I turn into daddy. (sighs) (laughs) And then he's laughing. (laughs) And then that makes him laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I know for me, like I struggled with confidence my whole entire life. It's still a struggle, but it's definitely getting better. Um, I think that you know, obviously doing this podcast was a huge confidence booster and I did something afraid and it worked out. Um, it was kind of funny. I was just at the doctor, like just right now. Um, and he goes, are you still doing your podcast? And I said, yeah, I am. And he's like, oh, I I really enjoyed listening to you, but I don't like that guy. (laughs) And I was like, oh yeah, I got rid of him. I'm like, I have a different podcast now and it's really good. You would like it. (laughs) You're like, it's been some years. It's been three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, that was cute. Oh, though. and how about this for confidence? We had Joe send us our number. That was exciting, right? I saw that pop up like two years ago. We were at 10,000. And so yeah. I'm like, Joe, send us our new numbers. It's a good time to, you know, check in and see where we're at. So that's great. Um, yeah. Lots of people listening and downloading and um, yeah, that definitely does help because at the beginning of this journey, I, I thought when that last podcast ended, that was just the end of my podcasting, right? I didn't believe in myself enough to think that, well, actually somewhere deep down I did, um, because yeah. here, here we are. Um, <clears throat> but doing things afraid, I think is a huge confidence booster. Yeah. Like we were even just saying that a second ago, both of our, <laughs> both of our phones are like, I know what bing, the heck. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> please god (laughs) Um, yeah it really honest to god like but this is the hard part right because people are afraid to get uncomfortable and really the only way to get past these you know to grow your confidence is to be scared or to do the hard thing or to do you know um when i went on that ride well first of all when aj (laughs) went on those roller coasters and he was terrified Terrified. yeah terrified and then I went on the one that goes clear up in the sky well I didn't watch it first had I watched it I would have never Never gone on it yeah like I mean that's real for me (laughs) um but then when we went to Hollywood Studios I took him on Tower of Terror yeah (laughs) and his poor little legs like I've never I've never felt him (sighs) shake like that like he was terrified and then we went to go on rock and roller coaster and he was sobbing he kept asking every person do I have to go on this and I'm like yes you have to and then I felt like a terrible mom and then luckily he loved it um Asher would never oh my word Asher would never I can't even get him to go on the Jurassic Park ride which I think he would think is the most cool fun awesome ride but it's at the end you know it goes down the big thing at the end and he's just like absolutely not he's not doing not doing it (laughs) but AJ gained some confidence he won't be afraid the next time because he did something he was afraid to do and he realized that he was okay and that it was actually a lot of fun yeah oh man I wonder too like won't it be so funny to see like if he just does a flip one day Asher you know like right right all of a sudden he's skydiving or something crazy like oh that gosh. Or... I mean it'll be a miracle if that happens <laughs> I know that I've helicoptered my poor children into you know I say it took me I, I failed to launch until I was 40 years old I can't I they might still be just in the basement <laughs> I don't know <laughs> hey well happen. the good news is about launching at 40 is that you still have like 50 years or more. Left. I have plenty of time. I got a clean bill yeah. of health at the doctor. That's one thing. So I, I turned 40. So now it's like, okay, I need to, my, my friend Jesse is a wonderful example of why are we getting so many emails also? <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> um, she's a wonderful, Definition of a boss. <laughs> she's a wonderful example of like being really on top of taking care of your health and like getting your mammogram and getting your, you know, going to this appointment and, just she does all the things and I'm like oh yeah I need to get better at that because you know with COVID I think a lot of us didn't go to the doctor because it seemed like about the scariest place to go um because everyone was sick um but so I did I went and had my physical and my blood drawn and all those things today um so I feel good about that and he said I don't need a mammogram till I'm 45 
Um, oh, yeah. So that's, that's good. Because I have to get them all the time. Right. He said it's based on family history. And since I don't have a family history, like my grandma had breast cancer, but not until she was in her 70s. So yes. based on that, you know, unless I something comes up, I actually had a mammogram like five years ago, maybe even more now because I had a lump. Um, but it turned out everything was fine. Oh, it's a uh, side note. So the other night, Jonathan, when we lay in bed at night and watch our show, he always lays at the bottom of the bed and it looks so uncomfortable to me. And he's like, come down here. I'm like, absolutely not. Come up here where normal people lay and then you can lay by me. But he insists on like laying on his side or on his stomach at the bottom of the bed. So he always rubs my feet. Right. And he's oh, like, well. he's like, you have a wart. And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I, how dare you, right? Like, don't talk to me like that. (laughs) I'm like, I do not. And I couldn't feel anything. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I can't feel anything. Well, then the next day I felt like, I'm like, holy crap, I feel something. Like there is something. And he will not rub my feet now. Like he makes my feet stay on the (gasps) other side of the bed. He won't let my feet come near. So today at the doctor, I'm like, can I show you something gross on my toe? And he's like, um, yes. (laughs) So... It's not a wart, just so we're all clear. It's not a wart. I don't even like that word. Yeah. Um, but I also still don't know what it is. It's some form of like eczema, but it's like a, it's like a blister. You know what'll take care of that? What? An the herb? Omnitox that you're going to order today. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, it's I'm going to give you my word right now. I'm going to give you my word. <laughs> I get, I, yesterday was just a precursor <laughs> to my word. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to send the shit to you. Oh, my word. Uh, I love you so much. But I am the same. Anybody else will tell you. Like, it could be anything, really. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I don't know why. Like, remember when I used to talk about how, like, I just lost my joy for, like, going play. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like, it's just a thing for me. It's so weird. Like, I know I want to order the thing and I want to support someone. I think a lot of people are like that. We just think we're gonna do the thing and then we don't but speaking yeah. of you wanting to do all the things and we got totally away from what we we're talking about but you so I told you can Ashley and I come there and you teach me how to be a fun mom because I am the opposite of a fun mom I'm a very loving I think I'm a great mom but I'm missing yeah. I'm really missing a whole section of what moms are supposed to do that you have that I don't and Jonathan and I we were in the bath and I'm like or I was like baby I need to talk to you in the bath and she's like <laughs> Which is like for Caleb when I'm like, come downstairs, I need to talk to you. Like he just like, you know, like loses his mind. Like, no, I'm not coming downstairs. Um, So Jonathan's like dragging his feet to the bathroom, you know, and I'm like, baby, we're not good parents. And he's like, what? (laughs) And I'm like, listen. I don't want we're failing. Like we are failing. Look at Caleb's up in his room playing video games. (laughs) I don't know. I can't describe Harrison. Uh, Asher plays way too many games. He doesn't want to go anywhere. He doesn't want to do anything. And I'm like, I wait, I really love them. Like they know that I love them. And he goes, I don't even know if we really love them a lot. And I'm like, what? (laughs) speak for yourself. I said, you go, go interview my three children and they will tell you 100% without a doubt. They are ridiculously loved. 
so oh, yeah. so loved like last night Caleb had asked for this I make this roast with like um pepperoncinis and um yeah. like a ranch packet and a stick of butter and I don't know but so I always do it like that well he Caleb my Caleb he loves he watches cooking shows so okay. he had saw he had seen this cooking show about this like roast beef French dip sandwich right so he told me everything yeah. that he needed for it had to go to three stores to find the bread the specific bread that he needed for a sandwich but do you think you're so nice because I wouldn't have even gone to one. Oh, uh-huh. and I don't walk into I was like when is the last time I've walked into a store I tried to order the bread at Harris Teeter they canceled it I tried to order it at Target they canceled it like there's must have been a run on you know French brioche <laughs> lately everybody saw yeah. the episode <laughs> so um I went to three stores I got him the bread and I'm like Caleb come down here the roast is done let's let's broil your sandwich and you know like I'm like Caleb what do you think when you look at that sandwich and at the exact same time I said your mom loves you so much and he said I love my mom so much <laughs> so Aww. it was cute he they they know they're loved but I could do better about getting them out and doing fun things well and it's like it's kind of like anything like once you get out I don't know and the funny thing is is like with AJ too sometimes probably he's like okay well we're just being a bump on the log or <laughs> I can just hear know. him <laughs> I don't know but he's this is the thing that's hard is he didn't have any types of video games until Christmas mm. and then he got the switch and now then I let him play Roblox and you know now it's like when you tell him to turn it off he's you know flips out and I I'm know like, oh, no. I know like he was such an outside kid and we were outside all the time yep. and so we had ordered him um an xbox for his birthday and I told him last night I was like I'm sending it back yeah I know it's like, a slippery slope girl but I think you'll do much better than me you you won't let it get out of control I know you won't um but Jonathan called me the other day and I had it on speaker and he's like, do you know that China just passed a law that children uh, like under 18 cannot play any video games during the week? And then like on the weekends, it's only in up to an hour a day. And Asher walked yeah. in at the like the tail end of that and he was like hyperventilating. Like, I mean, hyperventilating. Like, <sighs> and I'm like, buddy, it's China, number one. Okay, relax. <laughs> and <laughs> number two, they th- I think they're onto something. <laughs> Well, that's the thing that would be the plan for us is like you have to earn it and it's like 30 minutes or an hour on the weekend. Yeah. But it, listen, it also is nice for parents. Like it, it is nice to be like, oh, go play your game. So I can one, I think that's call. that's the whole thing. It just makes your life so easy that it's so difficult to then. And I don't like I'm worse than anybody I know. I allow it way too much. And I that's embarrassing for me to even admit. But it's like sometimes it just like it actually fills my heart up because he's like dying laughing. He's having so much fun. He's playing with like my friend's kids from Iowa. He's playing with my nephew. He's playing with my other nephew. Like it's so sweet and funny. Like where if I'm like, Ashy, get off. He has no, you know, his brothers don't play with him. He's got, you know, daddy's outside. His daddy's at work. His mom doesn't play, period. (laughs) I don't play. (laughs) I do not play. Last night he's like, can we go for a bike ride? And I was like, Yes. And then yes. and then I looked outside and I'm like, oh, shoot, it's raining. Darn it. So did you tell Jonathan you were coming here to learn how to be a fun mom? Um, I mean, I mentioned it. I'm fine with it. And Asher's like, that would be fine because I would get to um, quarantine for two weeks after we get back from that hot spot. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love is thinking. And immediately when you were talking about like, oh my gosh, she would never do that. In my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, you will do that. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, when we, we'll when get we... him on the slinky dog first. Okay. We'll start with the slinky dog. Okay. That sounds like a good starting spot. <laughs> oh, little, oh buddies. little buddies. Okay. Confidence. Back to confidence. So, <clears throat> okay. So this, this was my favorite episode yet. This we is, were like, I was like, we can't do it. I'm, I'm a bump on a log, uh, today. And, uh, well I was, but it was coffee. I couldn't have my coffee. I know you don't love coffee, but I needed to wake up to coffee. And here's the other thing. I woke up in a bad mood because I, specifically told my family last night you know how tired I was yesterday <laughs> right like I was yeah. I couldn't function and so I went to bed and of course I didn't go to bed when I wanted to because it was end of month so I kept refreshing my okay um so <laughs> I sent a, I told Jonathan he was taking Asher to school this morning no that's a lie I took Asher to school he was taking Harrison to um ah. an eye doctor appointment and they had to leave at seven thirty. and since I couldn't get up at you know and have my coffee and I was so tired. I'm like, okay, you wake Ashy up and then just let me sleep. All you, The only thing I need you to do is make sure I'm up before you walk out the door, right? At 7.30 so I can take him to school. Right. This fool wakes, comes in my room and starts rubbing my back at 6.45. What even are you doing? I told you I'm not going to wake. I don't want to wake up. There's nothing for me to do. I just watch you drink your coffee. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And he's like, it's almost seven. I'm like, first of all, it's not. It's 645. That's not even almost seven. (laughs) That's just as close to 630 as it is seven o'clock. I don't have to leave until 755. It's much closer to 630 than it is. Thank you. (laughs) I was like, what is it? And he could tell I was in a bad mood. He still has no idea why I was grumpy. It's like, you know, it's a 50-50 chance with me. But um, he He probably uh, was thinking like, there's no possible way that you were still sleeping because like we talked about and I wasn't so I heard that his elephant walk coming from the kitchen down the (laughs) hallway and I knew what he was doing and I was like you've got to be joking I told him I even texted your eyes are closed oh yeah closed eyes like looking away not acknowledging the (laughs) back rub not saying a word I'm completely knocked out if you couldn't tell I'm so I'm sleeping yeah so anyway there was all that um I don't know how I stopped talking about confidence again (laughs) I love this the most cannot stay on track in fact that's another thing to uh throw Jonathan under the bus again Asher goes I got a lot of really good stuff from my dad didn't I and I said you did you got so many good things from daddy and I said if you got the best things from mommy and the best things from daddy you would just be the best and he goes except this ADD is becoming a problem (laughs) oh he said does he have ADD he said mom I can't pay attention in phonics or he called it phoenix and <laughs> he said <laughs> he said phoenix. so I just yeah exactly we got to get on that so he said mom I just tell myself right when she starts talking okay today I'm gonna listen and then I just start looking over here and then I and then I start looking over here and then I remember I'm supposed to be listening and then I have to be like I'm sorry what was number three <laughs> Oh my God, I love him so much. He's hilarious. And I'm like, yeah, you did get that ADD from daddy, baby. I'm sorry. Although you would think I have it today, the way I'm talking. Oh my gosh. Well, this, I mean, I'm right on track. This is right (laughs) on my alley. Just how I like to do it. No plan. Come in and just talk about things. Get off track. Yeah, it's all good. Um, okay. So back to confidence. Back to Okay. And reeling it back in, what I was getting at was, which I have no idea how I got from here to there, but anyway, 
Um, so one thing that confident people have done is worked through their past trauma. So I think this is huge for everybody. We all, whether or not our childhood was seemingly wonderful, right? Cause mine was seemingly wonderful. Um, you know, my parents weren't divorced. Like I lived in a happy home. Um, but I think that we all live with some sort of past trauma, right? Some things that are that are brought down from generation to generation. And I've been working with a couple clients to go through generational trauma because we just don't really realize how much it affects us in our daily lives every single day. Like these things that we've carried with us for all these years and things that have been with us for so long that we don't even recognize that they're there. Right. So it's important to like identify it and then see how it affects you. Because emotional scars, even though like physical scars, right? They don't, once it's a scar, it doesn't really hurt anymore. But emotional scars are different. It's when, when someone, you know, strikes a nerve, those emotional scars still will cause pain. Right. Um, so what is in our past has had, so, so yeah. So to ask yourself, like what from my past has had a healthy impact on me? And then what from my past has had an unhealthy impact on me? Um, and so un- and a lot of times that takes a lot of work to figure out. It takes being really aware, right? And being yeah. able to stop and look back, which is why it's a really good thing to, and this isn't for my coaching. Like I don't, I don't, but it takes someone almost walking you through it and asking the right questions for you to almost get back to it, to even recognize it because it's just so second nature. It's literally how you grew up. Yeah. And unprocessed trauma will always be an area of weakness in our life until we process the trauma. And then that weakness can become our strength, right? It it becomes our superpower once we've processed it. Right. Um, So um, if you... Which has taken me 42 years so far. Well, and I think, I mean, for me, I think it is a lifelong journey. I I have to say it's not like you go through a six-week program and you're like, oh, I've completely processed my trauma, right? Like it's a lifelong thing and you're going to keep coming up with more things and realizing like, oh, like, you know, this, this, um... Um, just like, oh, I have abandonment issues. Like I didn't really realize I have abandonment issues or I have codependency issues or, you know, Mm. oh, wow, addiction really is a, you know, this running thing within my family. And maybe this thing that, you know, you think is just a a hobby, you know, like we talked about all this stuff, but, you know, things like you don't even realize like, oh, maybe this is more than just something I enjoy doing. This is becoming an unhealthy thing. Um, but it's just so important to work through that and realize so that you can one, make it become your superpower, but two, stop it so that you don't have to then give it, pass it on to your children and then they pass it on to their children. And it just becomes this thing that never ends this cycle that just continues throughout, throughout your family. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's kind of just also for some reason, I feel like, and I know we've said this before, but I honestly, like, it's hard because of course I would love nothing more in the entire world than to be next to my family. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard to raise your children without your family there and without them having their cousins for every holiday or, you know, whatever, like that's super duper duper hard. But then you also like realize that you, you know, you make your new memories and And potentially you saved them from something. Honestly, I I get, I get this little tinge of sadness every time I'm filling out school papers because I don't have like when I'm when I'm like it says emergency contact and I'm like you know I don't know like it just always like makes me feel sad like I'm so far away from 
you know, all the people that I would put down on that list. Um, I don't know. It's a weird feeling to think that, dang, I'm kind of alone. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing it all again. You're just like starting all over. I know. Um, so then, so recognizing, and it's funny, this is all part of confidence, but if you think about it, it really is, but recognizing what your parents didn't give you that you now seek from everyone else. And I think for both of us, it's someone being proud of us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I really want that so much. And this is something else too. Um, again, my friend, Jesse, she, um, she's like, Hey, do you know that your husband is, she's like, you probably don't know what this is, but I get this like top remodelers something or other you know magazine and he he was number I don't know what she said I'm just gonna say 94 I don't know what it was um out of like the top 500 in the country right and I was like yeah I, I see those hanging in his office right because they send him like a plaque and he has tons of them yeah and I'm like man I expect that guy to like throw me a party every time I sell a bottle of collagen and I've never taken the time to actually think about how what he has done I mean obviously I have but like like that's amazing he's a very small company and to be in the top 500 remodelers year after year in the country and oh actually I think he was 104 and I called him like baby I need to tell you something he's like okay what (laughs) and I'm like you know I'm really proud of you like I think that it's because I didn't watch him build it I wasn't part of the building right so I just came here when it was all done and he I don't know. Like, I'm like, but you know, I mentioned that thing and he's like, baby, that just means I'm the hundred and third loser. He's like, I was, I used to be (laughs) whatever number, but I'm like, oh, that's the difference between you and me. Like, I'm just, I don't know. Like, I'm so, I'm just so different. I just want to party for every. Very humble also. Like he clearly, he knows that he's doing an amazing job. I mean, like yeah. the life you all have and you know just all of that and that's amazing like I love we should have mom pod I love his like I don't feel like a lot of people know his story or you know um like that he was right he started it in high school basically pretty much yeah he said he was like he was like playing football and he had all of his friends well that was when he had all of his friends working for him mowing lawns like he's always had this just like entrepreneur mindset right like he's always making money and still doing what he loves. And that's still what he does today. Surely he has spent years working really, really hard, long hours. <clears throat> but now, yeah. you know, he's back to a point where he does have that freedom. And he and Stellan are going to Alaska. Um, so that's exciting. They're going to go on a hunting trip together. And I think that's so cute. And it just warms my heart so much that he's taking him. And I get to see him for a day um, when he comes out here. But um, I don't know. It's just funny because I don't often take the time to tell him how proud I am of him and like what an amazing job he's done. And yes, I'm surely he knows, but I probably should tell him more often considering I'm seeking lots of pride from him based on not having always had it, you know? And I don't even know if it was, I don't know. I I certainly don't think it was an intentional thing. I just think I didn't do a lot of things when I was young to make anyone proud. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Like it wasn't like they were just withholding pride. It was just like, I just kept (laughs) making like terrible choices that no one would be proud of. So, yeah. Um, so it feels good to get it now. Oh, I love that. Um, okay. And then, so that just, we'll wrap this up, but so developing a high value skill, right? So this can be literally anything, get good at something, like learn a lot about something. 
because you immediately have this confidence about you when you just know when you can walk into a room knowing what you're talking about right no matter what area of life that is so it's like learning a lot about a little but also learning a little about a lot because that allows you to engage in conversations that you might not have felt comfortable engaging in before and it, it reminds me of like those dinners with Jonathan's business associates and feeling like I couldn't be a part of the conversation because I just didn't know enough and all it takes is to just know know a little about a lot right like diversify what you're what you're reading the news that you're looking at the articles that you're choosing to read the whatever it is just like you know like maybe it's like cryptocurrency and bitcoin right now like i couldn't tell you the first thing about it but it's what so many people are talking about right and it's what so many of us should be doing my brother is like genius and he's always like did you get crypto yet here's where you go same thing right here's where you go right um and i'm like it's a scary thing when you know nothing. Well, and when, you know, I don't know, it's kind of funny, not that I hoard my money, but you know, I tell people all the time that I don't, <laughs> they're like, oh my gosh, I had the best month ever. And I'm like, oh, I'm sure I did too. You know, and they're like, <laughs> right. what do you mean? And I'm like, I don't look at my paycheck. Like I just, mm-hmm. and they're like, how do you not, especially because for two years I was alone. They're like, what do you mean you don't look at your paycheck? What about your, and I'm like, well, I mean, I know <laughs> that, you know, there's enough. I'm good. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's it's just funny. And I think it's just, it's fear of abundance or it's like, like you said, like I didn't do anything for so long, you know, yeah. certainly not to this magnitude. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's funny. So then the thought of crypto just like scares the shit out of me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, it makes sense, right? If you're just kind of. I don't know. You just know a a little about a lot of different things and you're just able to kind of like ease into any conversation that's happening around you and you don't have to know a lot. You just have to be able to be a part of the conversation and that will increase your confidence. Um, Well, and for so long, I didn't know a lot mm. about anything except for partying. And so, yeah, yeah, you're whatever like I still of course had strong opinions about yeah but you feel inferior and that's that's another thing politics like know enough right like you don't need to know everything about politics to to be able to speak on it and have an opinion and like obviously because that's right where we come from right (laughs) right right (laughs) right so um and then just like also like part of confidence is going to be like taking good care of yourself your physical body your appearance your you know your fitness your health that that brings confidence as well for sure oh i'm almost done with my coffee oh i'm feeling alive again praise the lord much better I was like you need to go directly to bed I know I know so I do so I will say that I feel like I'm a little low energy and I'm struggling a little sleeping and I I'm wondering I don't know I can't say that it's the um you know the vaccine but it would make sense to think that my body's working really hard on the inside to create antibodies right so it's taking some of my energy level away um it's either that or I just suddenly suck really bad like I can't work out I (laughs) I'm not just not doing well. Uh, yesterday at the gym, it was it was awful. And today just happened that with the I have an eye doctor appointment in the afternoon, so I I just can't work out today. It doesn't work out in the timing, so I think it's good that my body is going to get a day to rest. And hopefully, just like dear God, please, I get a good night's sleep tonight and wake up tomorrow just feeling a lot better. Yeah, and that's it's hard. I know that 
like the not working out too is hard for you. And Mm -hmm. that's just because we know how we feel when we don't. I mean, listen, yesterday when we were Marco in the morning, I was like, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't going to work out. And then I was like, no, what am I doing? But I am so excited that I, so I did go see a physical therapist and I really, really messed up my elbow, Mm -hmm. tendon, shoulder, basically my whole right arm is pretty bad. And, um, so I'm doing the CrossFit light and basically it's, you know, it's still all of the things. It's just no, no barbell. So it's super exciting. And I mean, when I mark with you this morning, I was like, wow, is my face red, but it just feels so good to be around people again. Mm. And I'll tell you what, I feel very confident just from the last two days because I had been teaching myself basically CrossFit. I had taught myself how to barbell and of course like some pointers here and there or whatever, um, used a good app and stuff like that. But like already, like just having these little tweaks and this instruction and I'm like, oh my gosh, I am going to come like watching you. I mean, like, seriously, I really just have to talk about those kipping pull-ups again. Like I was (laughs) like, holy cow, who is this? I know that was a good day. That was a good day. I I, I had, we had pull-ups again on, but I did tear my hands to pieces, but um, on the, that weekend, Saturday, we had pull-ups again and I literally couldn't do two in a row. I I just kept, I couldn't, it's like I have the rhythm or I don't, it's the rhythm. Something I've, I'll never have confidence in my rhythm. I'll say that. Well, never say never. (laughs) Well, Well. I'm just saying like in general, I do not have rhythm. Like I don't go to amp. I don't do that. 100%. But I mean, like, Oh my gosh. And that's just so, so, so like, I was just so proud of you and really like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be able to do that. Or like your double unders. I've always been like, girl, well, you should have seen my regular single unders today, man. I was cranking those things out. They were like, wow. Yeah. And I had the right little, like, I wish you could see me right now. <laughs> like the little, like, Reacting I feel like you got to kick your feet out a tiny oh, bit or something. Right, right. I don't know. Like, so the first day when I blew my elbow out, yeah. they were doing double unders and they were kind of, this guy was like, this is what I started doing, how I got it. And so I was like doing my single unders today. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to be able to do double unders. Yeah. You have like, confidence just from that one thing. And uh, yeah. And yeah. I think too, like, it's a terrifying thing sometimes to show up, like, on, like for you to walk in that gym on that first day, not knowing anybody, you're already confident. Confident, so it probably wasn't as difficult for you but for someone who's not or maybe you aren't already working out you're not already fit and it's a terrifying thing like I don't even like to walk first into a restaurant like I'm not I'm, I'm always getting the back like and but once <laughs> like, you do, come yeah on, come on follow me um but once you do once you walk into that room and realize like oh my gosh everyone here is so amazing and they you know they I don't know. You just, the confidence comes so quickly once you just do the hard thing, once you do the the thing that you're afraid to do. Well, and it has to, I mean, that's not always going to be the case. You and I both know, I mean, through different gyms or groups or, you know, whatever friendships, like some people are not supportive. Some gyms may not be support, you know, like you, it's, it's awesome finding the right place. And so even the owner, you know, he checked on me even after he sent me the information for the PT guy and, you know, how you doing? And the Mm -hmm. coach, you know, that was there the first day I did CrossFit. She was our coach this morning. She's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're, you know, and it's it's just so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, just quickly too, I wanted to just mention because I have another round of the Fast Way starting today. Okay. It's normally six weeks, but it's seven weeks. I always do a pre-prep week and 
I'm kind of breaking the rules. Um, but anyways, you? this is an incredible group. I know. <laughs> it's an incredible group. Um, a lot of people that I love dearly. And it's like, you know, school. Um, just remember, you can be doing any workouts you want to. Some people need the workouts. You yeah. can still fit your macros if you already are eating healthy. Otherwise, there's a full meal plan for you. So it really is for everybody, every level, mm -hmm. brand new, experienced. Um, but anyways, I'd love to have anybody if you're interested. And um, this, yeah, so definitely hop into that. Um, reach out, right? Just send you a message on Facebook yeah. um, if you're if you're available on Facebook. <laughs> Yeah. If you're a person on Facebook, uh, if this I'm week. not, message Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> um, that makes me just want to share. I guess that so I had this whole vulnerable conversation with you about food, and um, <clears throat> I was wanting to maybe try to track to see if I was eating enough because I felt like maybe I I wasn't, um, even though I was I was doing the intuitive thing, but sometimes I feel like if you work out really hard. Um, it's necessary to maybe just kind of know or get an idea once in a while of where you're at. So it got really triggery for me just even looking at the app. Like I got scared just looking at it, which is interesting, a whole like eating disorder PTSD thing. But um, I yeah. I ended up like calculating macros on a couple different websites. And I, I one that I felt comfortable with, I was like, OK, I'm just going to like use these numbers and just like see what I'm eating. Just just see, like not change anything about what I'm eating. But it did. It was very clear that I was not eating enough. So the last so I won't. This is only my th third, fourth day. This would be my fourth day tracking. Um, yeah. And it's cool because it's there's nothing, absolutely nothing restrictive. Like if I want something, I eat it. Um, but last night it's like 730 and I come walking in the bedroom, which, OK, one, I never I never eat in the bedroom. I never eat past like 5 p.m. Like I have these I, I just finish eating and then I don't eat again until the next day. Um I come walking in with a half a hoagie roll and a bowl of uh, granola and a sliced banana. <laughs> Jonathan is oh like, what is yes. happening? I'm like, I needed some carbs. I was low on I carbs. Need, I love it. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I'm very proud of you for for doing that. I know it's, you know, Yeah, it's I think it just and... needs to be a check-in. So I'll kind of get like an idea of what I'm supposed to be eating and then I'll go back to doing it intuitively, but just having a better idea of, okay, I know that I ate, you know, this today, but I also know that when I was tracking, I wasn't ne getting nearly enough carbs. So maybe I need to add yeah. in some fruit here or whatever. Generally, the yeah. half a hoagie roll would not be my choice, but I couldn't help it last night because they all ate it for dinner and it looked so yummy. <laughs> well, and that's supposed to be the good thing. And even with my program, it is not about perfection and it's supposed to be balanced. Mm -hmm. And um, so like for me, I know that I'm under eating or I'm way short in certain things. And I've been off just with the move and then getting injured and, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, and I think I told you this, which is funny because we thought we were going to get our period next week, but I have mine right now. Oh, you got but it? I was, yeah. I was oh, like, you were not wrong. No, I was so, 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 so bloated like Sunday. Mm. And then I was like, oh my gosh, but I tracked like perfectly yesterday and or sorry, Monday and Tuesday. And now, even though I have my period, like I'm like doing better. You can tell the difference. Yeah. Like, yeah. So mm -hmm. it just does help. And it's meant to be empowering and all of those things. And so 
yeah, I'm yeah. proud of you and proud of you for, <laughs> it's always so cute when you even talk about it. Cause you're like, I mean, I know. And, and or I love it when you're like, it's okay. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. I have to, sometimes it's I have okay. to talk about it. Yeah. Talk about it out loud to you, but I'm really talking to myself and telling myself yeah. that it's okay. And then I need you to reiterate to me that what I did yeah. was fine. <laughs> <laughs> but you do the same for me. And I do want to say like, when you, when you were saying like a, a six week program, you know, might not get you through everything. I mean, even when I'm having any sort of conflict, like the tools that you have and with your life coaching Mm -hmm. are phenomenal. Like I literally, I'm like, you're my therapist. I mean, honestly, I'm like, I need a therapist. I'm like, no, you are my therapist because you do. And so anybody that is looking, I don't know if you're even taking, I don't, I just finished with all my clients and I don't, I'm just letting God decide because I, I'm fine with not because I have, you know, all this other stuff that I'm doing. Um, and I do feel like I can, so I feel like my life coaching skills, number one, the whole reason I basically wanted to do it was because obviously I want to help other people, but I wanted to figure my own shit out. Um, and so it's just been like, I mean, life-changing, life-changing. And then too, when my people who I love come to me and they're like, this is happening, then I can be like, hold on, hold on. Like, listen, like think about it like this or whatever it is. And yeah, it's so it's amazing. Um, just in, I don't know, just the tools that you can have and take with you forever. Right. And you're not going to always choose to use them. You're still going to have a bad day and you're going to have the tool in your toolbox and you're going to be like, "Mm, nope, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be what I am today. But you know, you're in control of that, which is like, the big thing like if as long as you know you're in control of it and no one else has the power to to ruin your day or to you know anything I just feel like it's all in your control and when you can learn that and truly start to believe that then it changes everything it really is and I mean I know that we've talked about this before but even for myself and a lot of my healing it was always like well I don't know why I have to be the one going to counseling (laughs) yeah and And that just means you're not ready. And until you're ready to like, so we also had someone from my soul team that went to Florida, like had her own room, you know, basically stayed for an entire week, had never done that and had a Mm. couple of moments of like, you know, kind of freaking out and all of this stuff. And I said, listen, this is your like pretty woman opportunity. This is like, get in the bathtub, pour the bubbles, be with yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's, very hard. Listen, mm-hmm. for many, many years, the only way I knew how to do that was to be hammered because I yeah. didn't know how to be with myself Hello. and to work through those things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it really, truly like you guys, like if you're struggling with this or if you're struggling with somebody, or if you think like, it's not okay to set a boundary because it's a family member or it's been a best friend for 20 years. Like none of that matters. If you're feeling a certain way, you've got to figure that out. Yeah. And And it really, truly is like, it truly is up to you. That's, that's it. 100%. I actually had a new neighbor. Um, she's super sweet. Um, texting me last night and she's like, oh my gosh. And all this drama and you know, why are girls so whatever? And I'm like, I don't know, because honestly, I don't have that in my life. I just don't. I'm so lucky. I'm like, I'm one of the guys. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I feel like I'm one of the dudes, but I actually feel like all of my great friends are one of the dudes too. Like we just don't do that. There's none of the comparison, the caddy, the Mm -mm. jealousy, like Mm -mm. there's just none. And I just could never do that. I could never do it. The anxiety and unhappiness that comes from relationships like that, just absolutely, absolutely not worth it. Um, yeah, that reminds me of someone. So there's this 
person in my life that I've known from home and he is a um, he's a journalist. People are going to know who I'm talking about, but he's a journalist and he is very well versed in politics, right? He's a political journalist. He is a liberal, but he so basically every time I post something about anything, I see the notification come up that he commented and it gives me like this anxiety ridden feeling because it's like going to be a fact check or this is why this is wrong or whatever it is. And people from home like get so angry with this, this person. But one, my point is that I am in complete control of never having that happen again, especially on social media. I can literally unfollow him. I can block him. I can do whatever I want. Um, I've thus far chosen not to because I do know him as a person and I, I, respect that he's basically doing exactly what I'm doing just on the other side. And honestly, he's armed with a whole bunch more research and facts behind him. But it does like I cringe every time. And it just reminds me of that feeling (laughs) of like someone who's always, you know, creates something negative in your life. But 100% we have control over that. And whether it's you can't get rid of every person in your life, like real people, if it's, you know, your child or your mom or your sister, whatever, we can't just you know, get rid of those people, but we can set really strict boundaries to protect ourselves. um, you know, and protect our peace. Um, and then just one last thought that I thought of when you were saying about the person that went, you know, all alone to the thing, talk about a confidence booster. If you've never traveled on your own and that's Mm -hmm. something that terrifies you go somewhere by yourself. I think that brought me out of my shell. And I mean, honestly, I would never be here married to Jonathan if I hadn't just taken this leap, you know, all those years ago to follow a band um, all over the country, right? Like I drove, I would leave my house at midnight and drive a thousand miles with printed out map quest directions and (laughs) it's crazy but it really really boosted my confidence, you know, and I mean, I did get myself in some situations that are probably not ideal, but I did gain a lot of confidence from, you know, just doing things on my own that I'd never, ever done before. Right. Oh, I love that. All All of our things, our failures, our uh, successes. It's all a culmination (laughs) of all the things that make us who we are. Yeah, it's supposed to be. I mean, it's for a reason and. I don't know. With that being said, too, like, I love this. I I'm actually am going to put this on my post today. So if you saw my post last Wednesday, you're hearing <laughs> it again. Um, maybe you don't need to get back on track. Maybe it's time to create a new track. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a off track that where track you can for crank a it up a notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, show yourself what you're really made of. Um, you know, like we invite you guys to be a part of what we're doing or, you know, it doesn't have to be what we're doing. Like I, I posted the other day, you know, I know a girl for that and maybe it's not me, but I, I, you know, I, I can help you yeah. find some, like there's so much more for so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cute. Lisa tagged us in a story today and just said it was like about leadership and, you know, like that's the whole thing. It's for a very long time. I didn't, I always was like, I'm not a leader. I'm just a player on the team. And it's like, no, God created for me to be a leader. Mm -hmm. And what leadership means to me is everybody's winning. And what it means to me is I make some people very uncomfortable, but it's because I see their potential. (laughs) (laughs) Even with you the other day, I was like, girl, turn that phone upside down. Of course, if you think it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. And look at how freaking close you were. But Um, I just mean, and I, I wouldn't just say that to anybody. Yeah. I wouldn't just say it to somebody for no reason. And when I see potential in somebody, 
it's it's for a reason you know I it's there yeah yeah all right well I love you so much this was good so I so now my challenge for you generally it's my job to name and describe the episode so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that up to you this because what even did we just talk about (laughs) I I have no okay how about what was that what the hell was even that (laughs) it was awesome it was literally my your dream episode kind of brain like Uh, it was very fun yes it was fun Uh, I guess too maybe it it is kind of how we talk like on a day-to-day right right (laughs) that's what I'm wondering can our can our periods stay synced just from talking on Marco Polo every single day or do we need to be um like you know, in close proximity to each other. I wonder that. We'll be close very soon. <laughs> we will. We will. Calls to action. Book <clears throat> flight to Phoenix. Our own calls to action. <laughs> my, I'm going to be spending $4,000 on a flight to Phoenix pretty soon because oh, I my haven't word. done it. All right. All right. Okay. okay. We love Happy you Monday. Happy Labor Day. <laughs> love you. that's a wrap on another episode of activate if you found value or were simply entertained please subscribe rate and review us on your favorite podcasting platform also be sure to follow us on activate pod on facebook and instagram so you don't miss a thing thanks for your support today is the perfect day to activate your life we love y'all